when we look at the world around us, it's easy to see how messed up and broken it is. I think the answer to that, though, is masculinity. I think we can change the world with masculinity. We're going to talk about that on today's episode of the Manlyhood Mancast. In a culture that scoffs at honor, you can rise up to lead and to shine. It's time to be the best man that you can be. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Here's your host, Josh Hatcher. Gentlemen, I am so glad that you tuned in to the Manlyhood Mancast today. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher. And listen, we've got a great Facebook group that you are invited to and welcome to. It's free and we've got videos and conversations and it's a place where men help build each other up. So just go on Facebook, type in the Manlyhood Man Cave. It'll come up, join the group. And if you're a man, we'll let you in and introduce yourself. We'd love to get to know you. Guys, today's episode is called The Power of Strong Men, How to Change the World with Masculinity. Now, I actually look at the world and I look at the the messed up things that happen. And, you know, there's a message out there that gets pushed out there all the time. And it almost says that men are bad, that men are wrong, that we're the problem. You know, they look at, you know, like a mass shooting, for example, and they're overwhelmingly committed by disgruntled men, or they look at, you know, sexual assault or domestic violence or just violence in general. Men are often the perpetrators. More often than not, the men are often a source of the problem. And what happens is we get into this cycle where... They look at the bad men causing the things happening, and then they blame all men for the things happening. And what they don't understand is that the source of the solution to the problem is actually manhood, masculinity, strong men. We need men who have the courage and the strength to stand up against the wrong things. Let's say we just take one issue. Let's say uh, gun control. You know, they want to make it illegal to own a gun or certain kinds of guns. But I can tell you from my experience, I grew up with a father who had a deep love and respect for firearms. And he taught me how to handle a gun, what to do with a gun. He said, you never point this gun at someone unless you're willing to kill them. And you should never have to do that unless your life is in danger. And it was, he learned that from his father. I learned also from my grandfather who had a, a very large gun collection and guns were something he cared a lot about. They, they meant something to him. And, you know, that culture of gun ownership and responsibility is how a young boy learns how to handle and use a weapon. 
how to handle and use a firearm. You know, we use them mostly as tools to hunt. We use them as a weapon only in self-defense. Now, I also know if I then take the same logic, emotions, right, are a very powerful thing, but my emotions unchecked could cause me to be harmful or violent to someone else. I can lose myself in my rage and I could go off the handle and I could just obliterate somebody physically or verbally even. And I learned from a loving, strong, good father to control my tongue, to control the things I say and how I react and to take my emotions and to find a positive outlet for them to express them that doesn't involve hurting other people. See, the problem isn't masculinity or strong men. The problem is men who did not learn how to be strong, how to have self-control, how to not walk into a building and shoot up everyone. We learn those things through strong men. We need men who have the courage and the strength and the determination to build great things to protect what matters, to stand up for truth and justice and to lead the way to a better future. Are those things that women can do? Sure. But we need men to do them too. In fact, we need men to, to really lead the way with this. But what is it that makes a man strong? How do you harness that masculinity to change the world? If you look out across the world and you see bridges and buildings and cities and towers. Yes, there are some women in construction and architecture, but for the most part, men built those things. And they built those things with a vision of making the world a better place. Yes, women can be a part of that. I'm not saying they can't. But historically, men have built the world. And I think it's a good thing for us to embrace that. It's a good thing to understand that the strength of a man to create and to be a visionary and to put things from a mind into substance is a very powerful force. The other thing that men do is that we protect the things that matter. We ascribe value to something and then we protect it. You know, I know that as a father, it's your job to protect your children. It's your job to make sure that those children are raised properly, that those children learn the truth, that your children learn and grow and succeed because you have protected them. Can a mother protect? Yes. But a father should protect. I think the problem that we have as we look at especially as we look at masculinity with femininity in mind is that for some reason we, we, we say, well, women can do that or women. What about women? What about women? I'm not worried about women right now. I'm worried about men and what should men do? You know, that's the problem is that if I say a man should protect his family and your first response is what about women? What should women do? Should women protect their family? Yes, they should protect their family. That's not who I'm talking to talking to you, 
man? Are you protecting the things that matter? You know, that even means on an intellectual level, you know, are there things in the world that matter? How about we protect them? How about we keep them safe? How about we make sure that they are treasured, that they are valued? Your kids need to know that they are valued, that you that they matter to you. Your spouse needs to know that. Your friends, your neighborhood need to know that. Even your property, your yard, do you protect it? Do you take care of it? I would even include nurturing in some of this. I know that nurturing is a quality that we typically think of as feminine, but it's not entirely feminine. Do you take care of the thing in your life? Do you give it room to grow? Do you make sure that it's provided for and taken care of? That's what strong men do. We don't only just protect things that matter, but we stand up for the truth and the justice that needs to take place. You know, it's funny because justice has a lot of connotation these days. A lot of people, I think, have hijacked the phrase and the concept and used it to promote whatever agenda. And I want to make something very clear. Justice isn't justice if it isn't justice for everyone. It needs to be fair. It needs to be based on truth. And, you know, just because one group is using the word in a way that might have an ideology you don't agree with, don't write off everything they're saying. And I, I, I want to talk specifically about, I think of the word social justice, which is often applied to racial justice or racial equality or inequality or whatever. And I understand that that term and that concept has so much politics surrounding it right now that make it just a mess. And understandably so. Honestly, we understand why it's a mess. Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, though. Don't say, well, you know, I'm a conservative and these people who are liberal, you know, they're using the word justice to describe something I don't believe in. Um, do you believe that all people are created equal? Do you believe that it shouldn't matter uh, what the color of a person's skin is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you would agree with that, that we should judge a person by the content of their character to quote Martin Luther King rather than the color of their skin. And so that is something that we need to make sure that we don't let the politics of the day and the buzzwords of the day take away from the fact that justice matters, making sure that what is right is taken care of. I think of a man recently who was accused of sexually molesting a 13 year old girl and the whole community was up in arms about it and split because half of the people believed it and then started, you know, harassing this man. The other half did not believe it because they understood the man and his character. And it went to a jury trial and the man was acquitted. Twelve people looked at the evidence and said there's not enough evidence to convict in this case. You know, beyond a reasonable doubt. And the man was innocent and is innocent. Now, some people would say, well, that's not justice because they believe he did it. But the truth is the people that were responsible to determine if he did it determined that he did not do it. So 
justice has happened. Now, if he did do it, justice should happen. And I think that, you know, somewhere along the line, we just kind of outsourced all of our justice. And I do believe, I'm not saying we should be vigilantes, but I do think we need to make sure that we recognize and understand that we're responsible for making sure justice happens and that the innocent are innocent until proven guilty and that the guilty are held accountable for their actions. These things matter. And that things are done with fairness and equality across the board. That you don't treat one person less than because you don't like them or you don't like something about them or you don't agree with them. And really, truth matters. You know, I, I get that post-modernity presented this idea that there is no truth or the truth is relative and there are things that are true. I mean, I might like cap and crunch and you might like honey bunches of oats and I could say cap and crunch is the best cereal and you could say honey bunches of oats is oats is the best cereal. And what happens is we get mired on that. Somebody got fixated on that. Then they determined, well, I guess there is no truth. If your truth and my truth are different. No, there is the truth. There is truth and there is not truth. And there are some things that are not falling into that category, like Cap'n Crunch and, <laughs> and, and Honey Bunches of Oats. You know, that, that, that doesn't matter. That's not about truth. It's true that I like Cap'n Crunch. It's true that you like Honey Bunches of Oats. But the truth is that there isn't one better than another. But there are things that are true and there are things that are right. And there are things that are false. And I think it's important that as men, we stand up for what is truth and stop letting everybody just define their own truth. There are things that are true. When I think about the strength of men, let's just talk about the physical and mental strength of a man for a minute. Jordan Peterson in 12 Rules for Life says, if you think tough men are dangerous, wait until you see what weak men are capable of. And he also says, a harmless man is not a good man. A good man is a very, very dangerous man who has that under voluntary control. To have the strength to be able to inflict damage, but not inflict damage, that really is good strength. A good man is dangerous. A good man knows how strong he is and is capable of using it and chooses to keep it under control because that's how a good man and a strong man protects. I know that let's say I was a criminal and I was going to kidnap a child. I'm not going to, I'm just picking something out. That's obviously not me. <laughs> let's just say I was going to kidnap a child. I'm not going to walk into a room with a bunch of dads and try to kidnap a child from that room because those dads would end me. Now I'm going to try to get that child alone if I was going to kidnap that child. If I were a criminal, a horrible, evil person, I'm going to try to do it away from the strength of masculinity that protects. Right? Because... A good man will stop it from happening. This is another thing that for some stupid reason we as men have outsourced. 
like I said, I'm not advocating vigilante justice, but maybe we need to be known as dangerous so that nobody would act up in our presence. You know, your strength should be a deterrent for the criminal elements around you, right? Your strength physically and even emotionally and mentally should be a deterrent for the chaos around you. People shouldn't want to come to you with their chaos because they know he's strong enough that I don't want anything to do with him. That's really what we need to pursue. Strength. Bonhoeffer says this, it is the characteristic excellence of the strong man that he can bring momentous issues to the fore and make a decision about them. The weak are always forced to decide between alternatives they have not chosen themselves. Now, he, he matters because he was a, um, a, a Christian minister in Nazi-occupied Europe and stood up against the Third Reich. He was standing up against the tyranny that came down and that oppressed and murdered millions of people. The strong man, he says, brings momentous issues to the fore and makes a decision about them. It's the weak that are forced to decide between alternatives they have not chosen themselves. So if you want to be a good man, by necessity, a strong man comes along with that. Spiritually, physically emotionally, mentally. Are you a strong man? If you're not, or if you've got some weakness, now's a good time to start working on it. Let's work on it together. I'd love to have you join the conversation with me. Join uh, the Manlyhood Man Cave, our private Facebook group, or shoot me a message if you want to talk about it. Let's talk about how we can become stronger. How can we become the man we were meant to be? How can we make the world a better place with our strength? Anyway, guys, that's what I've got for you today. I want you to be a man that harnesses your masculinity, that uses it to make a positive impact on the world. And I want you to build great things. I want you to protect what matters. I want you to stand up for truth and justice. I want you to embrace the courage that's in you. I want your strength to change the world. Let's do it, man. I love you. I care about you. I'll see you next time. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. Men, you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for Manlyhood.com. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast.